Hey everyone, this is Joe, your Dungeon Master. Uh, I just wanted to bring something up right at the top of this episode here. We have gotten such a great outpouring of love from our listeners and people that are checking out the podcast, um, more so than I ever thought we would in these first, well, five, or this one, six episodes. So I just wanted to thank thank everyone that has written an iTunes review, that has followed us on Twitter or Facebook, that has shared our stuff with people. Um, we are so happy to be producing this adventure for you and we hope you continue to follow us um i just had two quick things i wanted to mention uh number one podcasting does take a lot of work and takes a lot of money and we are uh we have full-time jobs um but we would really appreciate the support from you so we started a patreon uh for you meet in the tavern it is www.patreon.com slash YMIA Tavern. So if you find yourself uh, having a couple bucks at the end of the month um, and you like our podcast and you want to help out, please go there and consider being a Patreon. No pressure, uh, but we would love to get some new equipment and just have some better hosting options for our podcast just to bring you the best quality um, show that we can. The second thing I wanted to mention, I'm really super stoked about. Um, we had someone draw our characters, and it is awesome. His name is Epifex. You can find him on Twitter. He does commissions if you're looking for D&D characters. Uh, and if you want to see a little bit of his work, go check out our Twitter page and our Facebook page. Um, and he's also going to be working on a new logo for us, which we're pretty stoked about. Uh, you, it might already be up by the time you're listening to this, so keep your eyes peeled. Um, he's, he does really great work and he's very reasonable. So, so go check him out. Okay. I have talked for enough onto the adventure last time on you meet in a tavern. Okay, guys, you ready for this? Yes. And he says, all right, let's go. You go barreling towards this, um, these boulders and the drill disc is spinning and spinning and it cuts through this rock for the first time. All right, Durf, um, as you come to the bottom of this decline, you straighten out and you are traveling super <coughs> fast towards a broken track. And you go flying off of this uh, this broken track. <laughs> I, I throw Eugene and say, live for me. <laughs> <laughs> and Eugene's like, holy shit. <laughs> I did not sign up for this! So you guys, tell me, where were you at? You remember? Uh, we were in the fucking mine. Yeah. We were going uh, downstairs that was loaded up with uh, those ball things, like those robot war looking machines that had the ice picks. Had the, yeah. And right. I have zero weapons. <laughs> you, your weapon is Paul shattered. Is down half. a spear. <laughs> yep. Paul yep. is down an everything. <laughs> 
Correct. Very good. You guys were pretty good. You remember that from last time. Um, yeah, so you... I guess I could... Couldn't I pull my knife out of the guy that I threw a knife at? We killed him, right? Yeah. I know. I did. Correction. We didn't do anything. Right. Uh, if I hit so seven damage, everything. I did some percentage of that. You hit a metal monster with your dagger at maximum damage. That is correct. So they are all kind of destroyed down all the way at the bottom of this um, cylindrical cavern. And you guys are on a platform that spirals down and also spirals up. Um, And you've just gotten finished with this fight when you hear another kind of banging on the pipes kind of from above you, like a dunk, 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 dunk. And you look up this ramp. Uh, in the direction around the walls and you can see just outside of where the light uh, is is dim from that torch that you threw uh, just outside this light you see in the darkness these two glowing purple eyes um, up the ramp to your left Um, and just as quickly as you see them uh, they go away and you kind of hear this scampering of feet on metal uh, climb up does the banging sound like banging on a trash can or banging on a streetlight? <laughs> Drumming on a streetlight? Banging on a trash can? Uh, I would say it's closer to banging on a trash can sound, um, if, I were to, if I were to guess. All right. <laughs> Little voice is calling me. Um, <laughs> I still am pretty committed to going downstairs, so at least we can maybe recover the spear if it's not shattered. So, Derf um, has a weapon. And I'm not really fitting on climbing towards the eyes, so... Okay. Because weren't we already moving down, like, downwards was the direction we were going, we are working towards anyways? Yeah, you I'd had... like my spear back. Yeah, you had you had turned to the right to go down this spiral staircase, yep. Or, uh, platform. So, you can continue on in that direction. Yeah, let's do that. That's what I like to do. All okay. right. Uh, so, you guys head down, um, uh, a little ways, kind of spiraling around this, this cavern... And every every few dozen yards, maybe um, around this this platform, you see uh, like holes that are built into the wall next to you. And they don't really look like like tunnels that were that were made there to to travel, but um, they're more like just big dug holes dug out of the mountain. And most of them are caved in. Um, and you do eventually come down to one that is not caved in. Uh, so you can continue going down, or you can kind of check this this place out. Yeah, I'm going to take a look at it. It kind of goes through maybe like 20 feet before it turns, and you can't see where it leads. Maybe we should send Eugene in to check it out. I agree. 110% agree. Okay. (laughs) I I summon Eugene's voice. (laughs) Okay. Now, you can only hear Eugene through your earpiece up to 50 feet. You remember that. So you got to roll a d20. Oh, Eugene comes out, and he's like, hey, uh, you guys uh, say my name. What's 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 the deal now? I'm still a little shaken up from that uh, that flight that you sent me on, but um, <laughs> I- I'm ready for action. What do you need? Seven. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, that looks dark and scary as shit. I'm out. Okay. Okay. Next question. Tug can't fit in this, can he? Uh, you all can fit. Yeah. This is a. It's pretty wide. I mean, this is like ten feet wide, kind of tunnel that goes that goes into the wall how far are we from the bottom of the cavern um you'd have to trek a little ways maybe maybe another two or three hundred feet down and around i feel like we should go down and get my spear 
Yeah, I agree. Let's let's get kitted back up with weapons first. All right. And by right. we, I mean just Derf. Since <laughs> he lost all of his weapons and has <laughs> no spells. Literally, you're just... I have spells. You're I just a spells. commoner that is walking with us right now. You're just a liability. <laughs> with a rat. With and a, a, the most and a, useful and a knife. thing about you is you have Eugene. That's the best thing about you right now. <laughs> How does it make you feel, Derf? I feel, I feel great. I feel great. <laughs> okay, so you guys head down this platform, and you spiral down, spiral down. Uh, you do pass another tunnel that looks more man-made, like it was there on purpose, like a huge, pretty big archway that leads down a dark tunnel. Um, and then you keep going down, and you reach the bottom, uh, and this is a large circular base, and you can see now that this this white this pure white uh, floor that you saw before is actually kind of like a small dome in the center of the room. So it wasn't flat. Uh, it was actually like a like the top of a, of a sphere almost, just uh, of this just pure white metal um, that's on the ground. And you see uh, at the top of this, uh, it kind of rolled down a little bit. You see the torch and you see uh, the broken mechanical pickaxe monster that you destroyed. Um, and you see Carl's spear. Okay, uh, well, I'm going to grab my knife and the spear. Is the spear still mine, Carl? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, yeah, what are so it, you lose it or break it? Right. What are its stats? Like a 1d8 stabbing? A, one, a 1d6 piercing. 1d6 piercing, that's worse than my quarter staff. <laughs> yeah, which, shut up. Just take yeah, it. You have nothing. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say I don't want it. He has a dagger. Yeah, uh, yeah, what's Eugene's attack? I'm pretty sure he can shoot through, like, thin leather. Yeah, yeah. He which should be he does stronger a, than most skin, theoretically. 1D4, so. He does 1d4 minus 5 chewing damage. Here we go. <laughs> okay, so pick up the spear. I got the spear. It's picked up. Can we uh, search the mechanical pickaxe monster to see if there's anything we can scavenge from it that we can use? Yeah, sure. Uh, Carl, why don't you do walk over there and uh, do an investigation yes. check? nine uh okay yeah you just see this thing exploded into a bunch of different pieces there's wiring around there's like this um it's like a golden shade of metal but it's not gold it's not worth anything uh, that's about it nothing spectacular all right so, uh, um we want to head back up and check out one of those tunnels I say, first tunnel or second tunnel I'd say the one that we definitely definitely looks more man-made. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking too. Second, that's the second Let's one. Let's do it. Okay. Let's yeah, it. Uh, yeah. All right, so you guys uh, start heading back up this platform, and you take a left into this man-made tunnel, um, and it takes you to this pretty large uh, staircase that leads leads up at a pretty uh, vertical uh, kind of angle. Um, all right, I'll take the lead, and we'll start heading up. Okay. Let's do it. All right, you guys head up. Um, and Let's try and maybe mitigate our noise, maybe. All right. Stealthily? No, I'm in, in chainmail. It doesn't work. Fair enough. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> we scream our way through these tunnels. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. Ah! You, you charge up this. I assume you picked up the torch as well so you can see. I mean, yeah. You're just I screaming through the dark. I have more torches. But... <laughs> I have dark vision, so. I elect to scream. Okay. All right. <laughs> Doug screams. Uh, Durf uses his, his vision, his dark vision, and Carl's just like, you guys are ridiculous. Here's a torch. I'll just light up the room. 
Um, all right, so you guys head up this staircase, and you travel for, for a while. Um, and you, you actually notice on the left and right side of the staircase, there's like this, um, there's like this indentation in the wall, kind of like a, like a track. Um, and as you get to the top of the staircase, you notice that there was, there's a big cart um, on the side of the wall next to you uh, that you assume it goes on this track and goes up and down the staircase um, to, to carry things uh, uh, through the floor. Um, and you, so you come up to the top of the staircase, you see this track, and you're now uh, in this stone room, and there is an opening at the far end of this room. And in this room are like, just boxes and crates and barrels, uh, kind of like rations. And then on the opposite side of the room, there is a, an opening um, that leads about 10 feet uh, past it to just a dead, dead end. It's like almost like a box in this this part of the room. Do the rations look good still? Like, can we take those with us? Are they edible? Mm-hmm. Well, I, they're in they're in barrels. You can open the barrels if you want. Yeah, let's open a barrel and see if the rations look like something we could take with us. All right, yep. you, you you pop open one of these barrels and immediately get hit with this stench of, like, rotten, rotten vegetables. All right, Eugene. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say, Eugene can sort this out for us. <laughs> okay. Hey, Eugene. Uh, what stinks? What, what, what are we telling him to do? Are you hungry? Eat it. We didn't no, get just, you any just take some and put it in your pocket with Eugene, and he'll eat it because it's in there with him and he's hungry. Okay. We uh, we got you some trash because we didn't get you hookers like we said we would. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. You guys are just the best. I'm so glad I'm on this adventure with you. This has been great so far. And now a trash. Yum. That is what rats eat. Yeah, I mean, he eats it. it like. <laughs> do eat trash. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so, he, he eats it and he's like, actually, this, this shit's pretty good. You're welcome. Thanks, buddy. And I, put, and I put them away. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, go go check out the box. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Y- you all three start walking through this uh, opening, um, and you get to the the wall about ten feet back, um, and you hear a a movement uh, behind you, back in the room that you came from, and you turn around, and you have just enough time to see this scroungy-looking, wrinkly, drooped face. Uh, his hair is red, but it's also kind of white. It's like like really a faded red, um, and he's a, he's a dwarf. You can tell by his height and his stature. Um, and you have just enough time to see this before the, flaw, the floor beneath you opens up, and you fall, and you fall down this... Um, kind of like shoot of metal um, and you hit the ground and you hit really hard. Uh, and why don't you guys do a, do a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. Uh, 14. Okay. 21 for tug. Okay. 15 for Carl. Okay, uh, Durf, you are going to take 1d4, uh, I guess, bludgeon, falling damage. Because you guys fell pretty hard. The other two were able to kind of nimbly um, land on their hands and feet. Do I roll that or do you? Uh, uh, you roll it. Oh, no, I roll it. I'm sorry. You're going to take uh, four. You're going to take four damage. Sweet. Are you dead? No. He's super dead. Okay, so you hit you hit this um, kind of a rubber floor, 
Um, and it's dark in this room. I assume the torch fell with you, so don't even worry about it. Yeah. So you, you can see in this room, and you see that you're on a conveyor belt, um, and all around you are these metal walls that go straight up about like 25 feet. Uh, and as you land, you kind of gather yourself and look around, and the whole room lights up and kind of comes to life. You can see pipes around the walls um, just churning now. There's a lot of movement, a lot of noise. And as you look down this conveyor belt, there is a gigantic um, rectangular machine where the conveyor belt is moving towards. And inside this machine are these grinders, like these big rollers of this this spiky metal that are just turning and turning and turning. And this, this metal wall goes all the way down on either side of this, this machine. Okay. Um, well, hey, here's the thing. You were asking me last time why I've never turned into an animal. <laughs> this seems like a perfect time to turn into a giant wolf spider, which can climb up walls. Is that a so fact? I do that. Can they do that? Yep. Yep. That the is spider can beautiful. climb difficult surfaces, including upside down on ceilings, without needing to make an ability check. Not at all. Wow. Okay. Sweet. All right. So you turn into your first, first animal ever. I didn't I didn't even th- think about this. I was like, oh, this is going to be tough. Nope. Fucking spider action. <laughs> all right. Whatever. You turn into this uh, badass wolf spider. And I, I'll just say, like, so as a GM, I think I can decide what happens to all your stuff. I'll just assume you're still wearing like your clothes. They're just now spider sized. So everything well, about you changes. Least, he doesn't have weapons to carry. So that's cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So yeah, Eugene is still in your pocket and he's like, what in the holy fuck is happening? <laughs> that didn't sound like Eugene. Well, it's because he's scared. He's terrified. Yeah, yeah. He's freaking okay. out. Um, okay. So it's, what about those of us that can't turn into spiders? Um, I, I, so Durf, um, you you what do you what do you want to do as a spider here? Because they you are all three now moving uh, pretty quickly towards this this grinder action with no no ways of escape. I mean, clearly, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm gonna gonna... I'm gonna jump up onto the wall, okay, and not be on the conveyor belt, okay. Um, I mean, you could have like did you like silk us? Right. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Can I? I mean, it's not on my like. I'm looking at this uh, giant wolf spider character sheet. Doesn't say I can shoot them with webs, but I, I squirt web out of my butt and hold on to them. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. Is that an attack? Hashtag booty squirts. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Yeah. How do you want to do it? How do you want to do this? Hashtag booty. I'm on the wall. Okay. Uh, uh, I just want to squirt them like Spider Man, <laughs> but I, I just want to hold them sort of mockingly and so they have to keep walking on the treadmill but they can't fall into the crusher because i'm holding on to them with my web okay we figure out what to do okay all right sweet so you you just squirt everywhere this (laughs) sticky substance (laughs) that attaches to the walls and they get caught up in it uh just seconds before falling into this this grinding metal nice okay um Yes, hashtag booty squirt. <laughs> All right. Um, so can we maybe like smash your warhammer into the gears to stop it from grinding? Or I, I would throw shield? in my weapon, but yeah. I have fists. So I'd literally just 
throw my fists in there. I mean, we're not really moving am. towards the gears, right? Because we got the. Yeah, you're, you're stuck in a web before you reach there, so you're probably maybe like at this point twenty feet from the the opening to these grinders. Can can I like climb up over the machine and see if there's any way to? Uh, um, sort of sabotage it. Sure. Yeah. From like on top of it. Yeah. Maybe it. maybe you could have booty squirted into the gears to stop those. <laughs> Can I maybe. booty squirt into the gears? Yeah. Nothing happens. It grinds it right up. Cool. Well, you need. Stronger. Okay. All right. Well, so I I sort of climb on the wall over near the machine and I don't know check it out. Investigation check. Yeah. Roll an investigation Perce- check. what is it a six a six uh yeah so you check this out and there's just a ton of buttons and stuff on it uh right above this this like metal platform but you can't make out what the buttons say so they they yeah there's just a ton of buttons lots of buttons i begin smashing buttons at random okay you smash you smash buttons at random okay so you're pushing these buttons yeah and i'm like holding on with six of my legs to the wall and my two hands my two other hands are just smashing all the buttons. i'd like to picture your legs are like spider legs but at the end is just a fist <laughs> and this like is a whole hand looking fist and it's just going at all the buttons Okay. Yep. So you push all these buttons and you're smashing buttons, you're smashing buttons, and the machine's doing different things. There's like steam coming out, it's whistling, the grinders are stopping and going and stopping and going, and eventually it just starts smoking and smoke is coming out of it and it just gets overloaded and overheated and you hear everything just go and everything stops. Hell yeah. Yay. So now what? What do you guys want to do? I'm going to clean myself off first. Yeah, do you have any towels? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's in the adventurer's pack. I walk over to to Tug and use my spider legs to gently wipe webbing <laughs> off of his body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you guys are squirt-free. <laughs> yes, but our dignity will never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, um, so so let me understand. Is there like stuff beyond the crusher machine? Should we go in that direction, or should we try to climb up out of the um, so, hole we fell? Down? Yeah. So now that the grinders have stopped, you can see through uh, the opening, um, and it just leads out to like this metal chute that goes straight down. Can I? I would have climbed back up the shaft and see if that dwarf is still in the room. What's okay. his fucking deal? So you're going to go. Okay, but sure. I do that. All right. You go back. You go back uh, up the the opening in the ceiling that you came from. You climb up the walls and climb up the ceiling and you, you're back in the room. Uh, and yeah, no one's there. It's completely empty. Okay. I relay that information to the squad and okay. rejoin them for further plans. Okay. Can you speak in common in animal form? Can you actually talk to them? Damn good question. Damn good question. Let's see. Following rules apply. Statistics, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, you can't cast spells, and your ability to speak or take any action that requires hands is limited to the capabilities of your beast form. Um, do <laughs> you guys you, speak so spider you, sign language? <laughs> can you talk to Eugene while you're a spider? Well... Yeah, well, Is it like I, a got mind the, I got my. Kind of I guess. I guess that's up to Joe because I have my spell speak to animals all the time. 
But then I also have that ear thing, which I guess is still on, which lets me talk telepathically. Yes, okay. So you, well, I can telepathically uh, talk to Eugene, but only Eugene. Do you have ears? Do spiders have ears? Yes, they have ears. Well, actually, that's a good question. Whatever. This one does. This one does. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you can, since you, you, I guess you're in beast form, but you can, you're still thinking as Derp. So you are allowed to talk to Eugene telepathically however you cannot communicate with them so all this time that you've said you've been speaking to them and telling them the plan you've really just like been making movements and all you think you're talking in common but it's really just (laughs) (laughs) yeah so if you look forward through the gears uh you could see the platform instead of a conveyor belt it turns into like this metal the solid metal chute that goes forward and you can see it turned down so um i'll 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 creep down there, and by the way, when I'm in spider form, I have plus seven stealth. So I creep down stealthily. Okay, yeah, roll a roll a stealth check. Twenty-four. Okay, yeah, you're stealthy as shit. That's awesome. Are you only allowed to turn into an animal once a day? I can. Let's see. I had that pulled up. I stay in beast shape for a number of hours equal to half my druid level, which was would be one, right? Yeah, because you're level yeah. two at the moment. Okay, so I, I, I would stay a spider for one hour. Okay. And I, let me see. I can use this feature twice. Okay. And I regain expended uses when I finish a short or long rest. And you, correct me if I'm wrong, you have the health points of what's in the beast's uh, stat block. And if those go to, to zero, you turn back into normal Durf, right? Correct. Okay. And so I don't know if you, I'm just looking at this website, roll20.net. I have uh, 11, 11, 11 HP as a spider. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with that. That sounds good. Okay. So you, you creep down and you poke your head out and you see on the floor about maybe 15 feet below this conveyor belt contraption. Uh, you see tons and tons and tons of metal machine parts kind of piled up around the floor. Um, And in the center of the room um, is a, what basically looks like a huge mechanical scorpion. Um, Smaug! (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) A huge mechanical scorpion with like these shovels for hands and this really sharp tail that is kind of curling up. Um, and uh, it, it doesn't see you. It doesn't see you because you're stealthy. It is alive, though. It, like it I can is, see it that is it's, moving it's like around. A, yes, it, it activated okay. along with the rest of this room. And, uh, and is it being driven? No. Or is it its own thing? From what you can see, it is not being driven. It, it does. It's kind of thin. It's large, but it's thin. It doesn't look like it's got enough room for a driver to chill out in. Okay. Maybe you should butt squirt it. I was just about to say, just squirt all over it, my friend. All right. Well, what is so here's, the, here's the thing. I'm not really that strong. I'm kind of, I mean, I can fight. We okay. understand that you literally carry no weapons. Well, but I'm a spy. I have spider attacks. I, I, I do poison damage, which I assume a metal scorpion is immune to poison. Yes, it is probably uh, immune to your second attack. Heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. Instead of just trying to generally entangle him, okay. I want to butt squirt in a 
targeted manner at his tail. Okay. And try and cover up his stinger so he can't stab with it. So you're gonna like you're gonna like with pad webbing. this stinger up. Cocooned with... his wet his his uh, stinger. Okay. In butt's work. All right. So let me just get this straight. Here's the plan. <laughs> you are going to climb onto the ceiling and fire your web at his stinger to pat it so that even if he did hit you, it wouldn't be piercing your body. It's like Correct. It, it with and those American the Gladiator same... Q-tip things. <laughs> right. It's just turning it right. into a Q-tip. It's still going to hurt. It's still going to do some damage, but maybe not as much um, if it hits and you. And while he is, fr- I'm going to stay up on the ceiling so he can't get to me, and I'm going to taunt him in sort of, arachnid language i don't know if he speaks it because he's a robot and not a real scorpion right i'm gonna kind of wave my hands around and talk shit in spider language okay and then that's that's when you guys shoot by what what just give me a little what would uh what would a giant wolf spotter spider say to a mechanical scorpion to talk shit yeah (laughs) perfect that's a great question perfect you go with that All right. Uh, you you wouldn't plan. understand arachnid humor. It's it involves <laughs> lots of waving of the hands. It doesn't translate well to English. You're just gonna flick them off with all eight hands. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. And then at the same time that you're doing this, Tug and Carl, are you guys just jumping out and trying to make a run for it? All right. Tug just jumps into the room. Come on, Carl. Let's do it. Let's all trigger right, this, this. Let's shit. go. Roll initiative. <laughs> Yeah, roll initiative. I, you guys jump down and it makes a big noise and the scorpion sees you and is like, it's go time. Roll initiative. everybody this is joe your dungeon master uh here for another promo pause this is where we shout out to a few other podcasts that we like um that you may not know about in case you're looking to something else to listen to so uh first one i want to talk about today is not an actual play podcast but it is about tabletop gaming uh, this podcast is called tabletop twats um and it's it's a group of brits that sit down sit down sit around and talk about tabletop games uh they recently had an episode about fourth edition D. uh they do a lot of D stuff um and they're just really hysterical they have some guests and bonus content every once in a while where they talk to someone outside of their podcast so um it's a cool little thing if you like tabletop gaming of all shapes and sizes uh, you should definitely go check them out tabletop twats uh, you can find them on itunes and stitcher and all those great places Next one I want to mention is another actual play podcast. They actually run the uh, Shadowrun game, um, and this is a podcast called Crit Squad. It's a really well-done actual play podcast um, with great sound effects, great music, um, and it's less the medieval fantasy type thing. It's actually about a group of career criminals um, that get caught up in this in this situation where they're caught in prison and they wake up and they have bombs in their brains and it's it's pretty crazy right off the bat so go check them out too crit squad it's pretty cool okay one more actual play podcast i want to mention um this is a really cool idea because i'm into this and you know our our buddy tug kirk uh it runs a um 
He runs a Pokemon the Trading Card podcast called Super Rodcast. But this podcast I'm about to mention is actually a D&D podcast. It's an actual play, but it's set in the Pokemon universe. So um, here's a little sound clip about uh, what they're all about. Are the D&D podcasts you're looking for a little bit too long? Are D&D podcasts missing like a Pokemon theme? If you're interested now, you should check out a podcast called Mythical. It is an actual play Pokemon-inspired D&D podcast. Sessions are self-contained and short, so you don't have to listen to hours of old content to get the new stuff. Mythical's newest season is also here, and it's a three-part podcast based off the game of Fiasco. Check out Mythical on iTunes, and you can follow the team on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. We'd love if you give us a listen. Thanks. Okay, so the last one, there's four this time, but I really wanted to mention these guys, or this guy, uh, his name is Joe Hogan, and he runs a podcast called Geektitude, um, and he brings in a lot of people from various um, kind of places around the geek and nerd world, um, and just talks to them just about being a geek and about what they want to promote and what's going on in their lives, and it's just a cool cool thing to listen to um and i wanted to mention them because we were actually or i was actually on that podcast uh, on episode 71 we talk about uh running an actual play podcast joe is interested in doing one so we kind of ran through the behind the scenes stuff with this podcast so if you're interested in that uh definitely go check out that episode episode 71 and check out some of his other stuff because it's, it's really great and he's uh he's good people so as always, please share this episode with your friends, uh, retweet us on Twitter, um, share on Facebook, do all that you can to kind of help us spread the word out about this quest. We love we love sharing this adventure with you. Um, you could find us on all social media platforms at YMIA Tavern. That's you meet in a tavern. And of course, on all great podcast apps, iTunes, Stitcher, uh pocket casts all those great places um oh don't forget to write us an itunes review if you if you laugh once in the episode or if you like where the story is going please write us a review it really helps us to rise the ranks on the itunes store um and it makes us feel good when you say nice things so write a review please okay well i hope you've enjoyed listening uh we got a really good second half to this episode and I'm pretty pumped about uh, where this story is going to take them in the very near future. So um, I hope you're enjoying it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And uh, yeah, see you later. Bye. Still get advantage on initiative. I, yes. do, I think I do. All yeah, right, you're still so... wearing the cloak as a Se- seventeen. Okay, sixteen for Carl. Okay, or wait, no, eight uh, twenty actually. Jesus. Okay, Doug. Uh, a gentleman's five. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again with your rolls. Okay, uh, Durf, you are up, and um, you. I guess you're you're still in spider form. It's not yet an hour, but it's close. Okay, well, I'm going to stay on the ceiling okay. and, and go go through with my original 
butt squirt of the tail plan. Okay, so you need to roll a, uh, a dexterity attack. See if you hit this guy. Okay, and my spider form has an additional plus... Oh, no, that's perception. He's got 16, so that's plus three. Okay. 16 what? Okay, dex. 22. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, so you fire this, uh, you squirt at this uh, tail, and it gets padded pretty, pretty thick um, with this thick uh, webbing, and it doesn't look as as harmfully sharp as it did before. Nice work. Uh, Carl? Rather than attack directly, mm-hmm. I'm going to... I'm actually just going to kind of circle around the scorpion. Okay. I use my action as a dash, not not attack. Okay. But try and put the scorpion between me and Tug. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All right. So you 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 you're walking in a circular fashion all the way around. So the scorpion's looking at you, and Tug is behind it. And the scorpion okay. actually is going back and forth between the two of you, uh, just just like looking back and forth. Tug. Oh shit! I didn't think I'd be uh, going before the scorpion. Yeah, um, you are. <laughs> I'm going to um, harness my inner karate. Okay. And I'm going to come in uh, with, with two strikes, bicycle kick. Trigger this <laughs> shit ninja style. I'm pretty sure my unarmed strikes as a monk cannot can be besides things just wow. <laughs> wow. That Stop. Horrible. Start over. <laughs> I'm Don't you have the highest... Did you bring charisma, ladies? Did you charisma? Yeah. Did you bring some leaky toads with you? Some uh, some sweaty toads? Do you have some? Sweaty no, toads? but I have had two Coca Cola classics, so <laughs> that, that could have something to do with it. Um, unarmed strike doesn't specify having to be with hands, so I'm gonna go with some motherfucking kicks, son. Okay, are you attacking just right at its face? You just well, kick I mean, it in the face. I'm going to stay like on its flank. You know, because Carl went all the way around mm-hmm, to pull mm-hmm, its attention mm-hmm. or at least put it in between us. So okay. I'm going to attack its backside if that's what's showing to me. All right. Give me two attack rolls. We'll do one uh, first. For, first one was a 14. Uh, that'll miss. So, that will miss. Okay. Yep, that misses. That's not, that's not um, 13. Yeah, that also misses, believe it or not. So <laughs> you come cool. charging at this thing and you like leap forward with your hands and plant your hands on the ground and push your body up, and you go just swinging your feet wildly and just come up short of it, like two feet Well, short it's a new it. thing. It's a new thing I've tried. Yeah. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying to be creative here. <laughs> You're learning. Okay, this is now the scorpion's turn, um, who is just going to turn its body straight at you, since you're closest, Tug, um, and it's going to try to smash <laughs> you in the face with these claws. Uh, so it's going to roll. Uh, that's a 16. Nope. Doesn't hit. Oh. All right, so you're able to deftly um, duck underneath this this shovel hand as it goes whoosh, right above your head. Durf. Uh, I will I will jump down from the ceiling and try to land directly on top of the spider okay. and bite it's down a, into its head. It's a scorpion. Scorpion, sorry. Okay. I'm you're spider. the spider. All right, roll a, roll a d20. What, do I get any acrobatics or dexterity or anything no it's a strength attack because you're biting so add your strength oh, okay uh 14 uh wait strength mm-hmm. 14 yeah doesn't hit hold on hold on hold on hold on <laughs> jesus 
15. Okay. First rule check of the game. Yeah, that, that just hits. Nice work. Okay. Wait, so what, now, what, what's like, this hit? Uh, bite. He's biting down I'm into the scorpion. perched on top of the spider, and I'm like biting down in the back of his head. It's a fucking scorpion. Scorpion. <laughs> okay. Um, and my attack does 1d6 plus 1 piercing. Two. <laughs> okay. It. Yeah, you sink your, your teeth right in between two panels of metal and pull out some wiring, and you do two damage to it. Nice. Um, also, so, I mean, I assumed this earlier, but he, a normal target would have to make a DC 11 constitution saving throw. Okay. To not take poison damage. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Constitution saving throw. 11. Yeah. All right. That's a, that's a 10. So seven. So the robot points. is poison. It also takes. Oh, right. No, no, you can't poison a robot. Idiot. Jeez. Can it be, can it be like corrosive poison? Is it acid? No, it's poison. Oh. No, you so, don't have acid. <laughs> nope, sorry. Uh, okay. Maybe Carl. you just put some like malware in him or something. <laughs> you <laughs> give it a virus. <laughs> uh, Carl. So it's um, it's facing away from me. It's facing right. Tug. Uh, kind of thrashing so about with Durf on top. Um, and I right. stick to him. I'm sticking to him. Yeah. You're you're on him for now. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna take a. I'm going to try and take children and uh so like it's i'm assuming its tail has like little plates so that it can move yeah it looks like a fully plated like in sections uh tail like so i'm going to try and take children and wedge it into the base of like the tail so that the tail okay won't be able to function any longer sweet Okay, yeah. Uh, roll an attack roll. So you're running up because it's it's facing away from you at this point. So. Yep. Fourteen. Uh, yeah, that doesn't hit. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, so you start doing damage to this thing. You chuck this children at it, um, and it misses the the uh, the seam between plates and um, just hits off its metal armor and does nothing. Tug. <clears throat> well, after my embarrassing attempt at a bicycle kick. <laughs> I'm going to just punch it. <laughs> okay, straight up, because it's above you at this point. <coughs> yep. Okay. Uh, 22. Yeah, that'll hit. Um, okay. For nine damage. Damn, son. Okay, you, made, you made me this way. <laughs> I did. I did. All right. Wait, how... So, oh, one, so you rolled a six plus three? Wow. One D six plus three. Yep. Dope. Okay, so you do nine damage with your with your uh, main main fist right straight up in its in its face. And uh, you want to do your second attack? So feeling so confident on how that strike landed, I'm going to just snap my arms to the side and jump up for a headbutt. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. 20. Okay, that'll hit. <laughs> <laughs> for a gentleman's six wait do i add my three on the yeah, extra you add your three yep that's the dex okay six okay six damage nice job all right so yeah you headbutt it again in the face and it kind of rears back a little bit um and you have left quite a dent quite a dent in it's in its metal face um derf does he, he, get, does he not get a move hmm. my apologies yeah the scorpion gets a move and the scorpion is going to um, lift its tail up and come straight down at you, 
tug with his with his tail action. I will dodge it. Okay. <laughs> uh, nineteen. Yeah. Okay, guys. <laughs> I might seriously die here. <laughs> but his tail not, is uh, is weakened. Yes, substantially. his tail is weakened. So I'm going to uh, take half of what the normal damage would be. Okay, so that's a one d ten. All right, so plus two, so. Uh, okay, that's nine, so rounded down. You're going to take four damage from this as this blunt webbed object comes colliding with the top of your head. And Durf. Coolio. Durf's up. Um, I'm going to keep keep stabbing Okay. with my teeth okay. into his head. All right. Five. Yeah, doesn't hit. Nope. No chance. Carl. I'm going to use uh, Lay on Hands on... Don't you have uh, to be next to me? Yeah, you, you'd yeah, have to move that? there. But you can do that, yeah. Yeah, I'm going, to move, I'm going to move to him and use Lay on Hands. It just says, as an action, you can touch a creature and draw power from the pool to restore a number of hit points to that creature. Yeah, and so your maximum pool, amount in my pool. Yeah, so what is so your I've, pool? My pool is at 10 currently. Okay, so you can, uh, you can gonna, heal him for 10. I'm actually going to heal him for six. Okay. It's a good number. So I can keep some for myself. Dope. Strong right. play. So you run towards Tug, and you touch him on the shoulders, and he heals for six. Uh, Tug, you're up. Hold on. Quick question. Carl, since you're next to me, um, you get to def- yes. defend me, right? We're now have protection. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's body bag this clown. Uh, 17. Again with your fists? Um... It's gonna be it's gonna be a spinning elbow is how I'm leading this one off. Okay, so that's an unarmed strike. Okay, so you rolled a seventeen. Yes. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, five. Okay, five damage. Yeah, you 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 bow it right between the eyes. Okay. And then um, I'm gonna I was gonna say poke its eyes, but it's a machine, so um, I'm gonna hit another pirouette with my left elbow. Just keep spinning. Fuck <laughs> Just, it, whatever. You're spinning twice, but bam, bam, with both uh, yeah. elbows. Okay. Uh, 14. Uh, that'll miss. So your okay. second one just whiffs. Okay, this scorpion's super pissed. So it's going to take both of its claws and just try to kind of like sandwich you. So each of those claws is, are like half shovels, and it's just going to try to like basically come straight at you on either side, Tug. And it's going to roll with disadvantage, right, because of Carl? Yes. So that's a 20 and a 20. <laughs> yeah, I rolled, I rolled an 18 twice. Okay, so it's going to hit you with these claws. It's not going to feel good. That's seven damage. Oh, good thing you hit half of seven? Oh, no, because it's the, it's the, the, it's the, claws. the, claws. the shovel it's claws. claws. Yep. And so if, if Carl didn't, fun fact, if Carl didn't heal me for six, I would have died there. <laughs> you would have fell on on unconscious at this point, but <laughs> then well, we would have died. <laughs> then he would. I have think died. they call that sleep death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Durf. Uh, by uh, the way, this scorpion is kind of starting to smoke a little bit. There's some there's some black smoke coming at it uh, from inside its body. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of climb towards his left pincer shovel mm-hmm. shovel pincer, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna try and bite him like kind of in the shoulder. Okay, you're going to try to get in there with some wiring? Disable it, okay. yeah. All right, I like it. 
nine. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Again. Somehow, I, somehow I'm on top of him, biting downward and missing. And still missing. <laughs> yeah, listen, first time you turn into a spider, you'll get there. It's okay. <laughs> Carl, uh, can we? Can and this might be dumb. Can I use my healing potion on other people? You can. You can like give it to them. Yeah, you can pour it down their throat if you want. Do you have a healing potion on you? No, I had to use it last time, uh, so I didn't die. So, <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just going to use my the rest of my lay on hands on Tug. Okay. Yeah, Ooh, you, heal him so you, four, yeah. you heal him for four more damage. Tug. <sighs> so you can All see, right. you can uh, see, punches, up, punches. you can see up through his head where you've been kind of smashing him that the metal uh, has kind of like dented so far in that you can see just a bunch of wires right right underneath uh, uh where his jaw is should i keep punching it or try to rip the wires out uh, you do what you do i'll you, just man. keep punching it i'll okay. keep punching it yeah, yeah, if it's pull the wires out that might be strength and i have none of that okay keep striking uh 20 not natural yeah that'll hit okay uh four Nice. Okay. Yeah, you punch it in the face again, and a big old panel that is uh, underneath it just falls off. I'm going to grab its head and just go for a headbutt as my uh, okay. secondary unarmed strike. Okay. And miss violently with a six. <laughs> with a six. So you rolled a natural one, correct? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you go to headbutt this thing, um, and it sees it, this coming. And it reaches its head out first, and it actually does damage to you. Uh, and it's going to do uh, four. It's only going to do four damage. Okay. <laughs> so you're back to where you were. <laughs> yep. Okay. And it is uh, the scorpion's turn, um, and he he's actually going to start thrashing about trying to knock Durf off of him because he's really annoyed by this spider that's that keeps trying to bite down at him. Um, so... He's thrashing about, and Durf, why don't you make a dexterity saving throw? Okay. Oops. Nah, uh, wait. Hold on. I rolled either a six or a nine with the line under the circle part. Is that a six or a nine? Either way, I don't think it matters. <laughs> but it, it should but be. Either, so either a nine or a 12. I, guess, yeah. I think it's a nine. The circle on the bottom means you fa that's facing up, so it's a nine. Okay. So, oh, okay, so 12. Okay, yeah, yeah, you, uh, this thing's thrashing about, and you are unable to hold on, and you go flying off and hit the ground pretty hard, uh, and you're gonna take some intense falling damage. You're gonna take four falling damage okay. on your spider body. And, but it's your turn. Um, alright. Fucking shit. I guess... Uh, so where am I with relation to Tug and Carl? You are maybe like 10 feet off to their left. All right. I'm going to just because attack, attacking is clearly not working. Uh, I'm going to uh, detransform. OK. And scramble over to Tug and use um, cure wounds on him. Okay, yeah. All right. So you you all right, sweet. So you turn back into derf form and run over and cast your healing spell. So what it happens is 
I was at it, and then you made me go back and look at my fucking... Okay, so it is 1d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier, which is 3. So let me see here. 6. Okay. Tug's just taking damage healing, taking damage healing. All right, Tug, you get 6 more points. MR tank. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Carl. Just how we drew it up. Um, so there's kind of like a hole in his face where we've been bashing, right? Yeah, well, there's like a metal panel that was there that is now on the yeah, ground. I'm going gonna, gonna to try and shove children in there as far as I possibly can. I love it. Okay, roll an attack roll. We say, kid. <laughs> 16. So you shove children straight up, um, and it cuts through these wires. Well, I guess you got to do damage. Roll damage. Yeah. yeah. Six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. So you shove chill wrench. Oh, yeah, and you add your uh, cold damage, your 1d4 as well. Yeah, that, Yo, that, he was, did. Okay. Yeah, but that is enough. That is enough. You shove chill wren uh straight through and this blue ice forms on these wires that you cut in half uh and it kind of crawls out uh, in these tendrils around this spider's face. Um, and it is, it's, it's trying to struggle, but eventually it just starts creaking and slowing down and slowing down and then falls on the ground, uh, deactivated. Well done. We finally did it. We're the best. <laughs> Around. We're the best ever. We're gonna, gonna figure exactly. Okay. Um, well, I say we wrap this one up. Okay. Uh, let's search yeah. all the piles of machinery and shit in this room. Okay, go ahead. Uh, roll a. Why don't you roll a group uh, perception check, and I'll just if more than two of you, if two of you pass. Fuck shit. Twenty one. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah, that's enough. So you you uh, you can you start walking around these machine parts. Uh, you start rummaging through them, and there's all sorts of different like metal panels and wiring, and there's more of these pickaxe monster kind of parts that have just been uh, broken apart. Um, you find you find a couple uh, pretty like precious stones at the at the bottom of some of these piles, and we'll just say I'll, I'll give you each 100 gold pieces for that since you rolled pretty high. Hell yeah, that's a lot of beer. And um, as you also are looking around this room, you see uh, an opening in the wall uh, back on the same wall where you fell in uh, that's on the base level and a tunnel going through it. Check it out. Okay. Wait, actually, before we go, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to use Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. Because I also am low. Is that your last spell in your spell slots? It's got to be. No, I, I have one more. Oh, nice. Okay. How big is the the stinger on the middle scorpion thing? That's a good question. Um, it's like three feet long. Is it something like I could remove and take with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do that. Maybe Nero can make me something sweet out of it. Okay, yeah. Um, you want to use Chillren roll an attack roll just to make sure you can cut this thing off. Fifteen. Yeah. You uh, yeah, you strike down with Chillren and cut this thing clean, and you have this pretty long sharp stinger with the web all over it sweet nice i rolled a 11 by the way so super healed 
Oh, yeah, you're super healed. Okay, yeah, forgot to do that. Okay, cool. So you guys want to go through this tunnel? Yes. Okay, yep. walking through this room, walking through this tunnel, uh, you find it opens up back into the main cavern. Uh, and you can look down this platform and you notice that you're actually above above where you were before, um, almost to the top of this of this cavern above the the main tunnel that where you entered this room in the first place. So if you oh, were to take a left and go up the platform, you would have led to this opening. Oh, that's right. Because when we came in, we chose to go down, right? right we could have right. gone up. So this would so have been up. further up now. Correct. Okay. So if we want to leave, we need to go down? Yeah, so there was only one other tunnel that was open that you had not gone in before. And that was towards the bottom. That's where we need to go. Okay. okay. All right, let's do that. All right, you, you head down this platform, um, and you go through this large arched, arched room. Um, and the tunnel leads maybe about 30 feet down. And as you enter this room, it's pretty well lit up with torches on the wall. You see a big, wide, uh, long, rectangular area with um, another set of piles and piles of broken machines all around the floor. Um, on the opposite wall from the one you entered is this huge, huge furnace. Um, and, and nothing in this room is active at the moment, but it, it, you can see the furnace. You can see these these big old metal vats on tracks lining the ceiling that kind of go into the furnace and then back out. Um, these huge metal iron vats. Um, you can see a conveyor belt to the left of where these vats come down. And there's piles of rocks uh, on either side of the belt. And it the iron vats come down and go back up and onto this track that kind of weaves in and out of the ceiling into the furnace and, and back out. And on the right side, you can see this contraption uh, where the vats end. And there are like uh, multiple layers of this, um, this mold. And you see this iron mold that turns whatever comes out of that furnace into, into what you assume to be are like metal bars. And um, on the floor about 50 feet in front of you, there is a large heap of metal parts and turned away from you is the same creature that you saw from before, before you fell through that floor. Um, and it is, it's, it's turned away from you and it's kind of crouching down and it's clutching something. And you can hear, you can hear it, it say, um, they'll, they'll never take, they'll never take Marty's machines. They're, they're, they're my machines. They're all, they're all mine. They'll never take them. They'll, they can't, they'll, it's mine. They're mine. Right. So let's take his machines. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Marty's the guy we're looking for, which we haven't found yet. Um, and he obviously doesn't know we're in the room. Uh, Tins, you're pretty good at sneaking, as am I. I think we both put ranks in stealth. Uh, Durf, why don't we? Uh, why don't we sneak up to him and try and try and snatch him? Okay. Sure. Or, or or hit him over the head. What are, what are, what do we need him for again? Do we, do we need him to be Marty is Barty's brother. We need to get Marty's body back to Barty so Barty can have a funeral for Marty. Right, the McFly twins. Right. <laughs> right. Half squat. Right. So wait, but he's alive. No. That we're 
Unless that guy's crazy and he's referring to himself in third person. Oh, I see. Do I see? All right, fuck it. <laughs> hey, let's just smash this guy. Let's just do what you said. Okay, so okay. Durf is doing this on his own because he's stealthy? No, Durf no, is coming too. Okay, you, do, you both need to make stealth checks. Thirteen. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. Um, so you guys are walking towards this. Carl's just kind of posted up in the back watching this happen? Yes. yes. All right. You two crawl up towards this guy. And Durf, you end up stepping on this metal rod that lifts up and kind of clanks back down on the floor. Um, and this guy turns around. And he is just this white, scraggly, whitish red hair. His skin is kind of almost like looking like it's falling off of his face. Um, and he's all in these dirty, ripped rags. Um, and as he turns around, uh, you, you, uh, he's holding on. He's clasping this, this um, round gear. Um, and it's like it's bright gold and it's almost like glowing uh, in this, this big metal gear. Carl, as you get close, your hand hurts. It, it starts right. to sear with pain. And he says, ah, you're, you're here. You'll, 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 you'll never take my machines. It's not going to happen. And he backs up onto this pile. He backs up onto this pile. And um, he's holding this gear. And he stands up and he lifts the gear above his head. And the metal around him begins to rise up from the ground and it is swirling around him in circles and pieces are clamping together on his arms and the swirls are growing and kind of reach out to other piles around the room and metal is just flying at him and uh, clasping around his arms and his legs and now so many parts are, are kind of swirling around him that you can't see what's going on um, but it forms this uh, this huge swirl that's about at this point maybe thirty feet tall and maybe twenty feet wide in front of you. Um, and eventually, this metal falls to the floor. And inside this this tornado of metal parts, you see this humongous mechanical golem. Um, and it stands, and it's made up of all these different this, these metals and these machine parts, and it's got two large arms and two legs that go down, um, and in its right arm is what looks like a gun of some sort, and in its left arm is this huge metal pickaxe, um, and it doesn't look happy. Uh, yes. One All that to say, thing. Durf, keep exploring. Fighters <laughs> do not have ears. Okay. <laughs> I looked it up. Well, now well, that... Too, but too late. Another episode in the can. Too late. To <laughs> that. This one does. Okay, <laughs> moving on. This is going to suck to edit. <laughs> that was all prime, prime conversation. <laughs> <laughs> all going in. Okay. All right, so anyway, I creep down the little chute and check out what's past the metal scorpion. Okay. First, Jamal, can you not yell into your microphone? <laughs> okay. Can you, can, you, can you turn your input, your gain down, or just not scream?
Hang on, I'll just go into Skype and turn my volume down. That's, that's exactly what he was asking you to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you said a bunch of shit about gain. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Prime podcasters right here. <laughs> gains, bro. Oh, gains. yeah, the volume. I can turn that down. Is this going in the episode? <laughs> this is good. You're good. It might go at the end. Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Cool.